All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Locked on Avalanche. Uh, the Avs played much better than the last time they went up against the Tampa Bay Lightnings, but they got a point, and I don't know. Like, normally time you want to feel good about a point, but and I guess you should here, but when you, you give up the lead to get that point, to salvage the point, it's not always the way you want to go about it. So there's a lot of good here, but the bad, the glaring bad, is the third period lead that you gave up again. So a lot to get to with this one. New episode of Locked On Avalanche coming at you. Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Locked On Avalanche. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. You can follow us on our social media outlets, LLPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on, in, uh, on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. And follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube, Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live, and join us live, as we are doing right now, following uh, the Avs shootout loss to Tampa. Of course, we have a sound check that we will get to later on. Uh, But for this one, Kyle, I mean, it's so polarizing to me because the Avs played well. They did. You can't fault them for that. They played a, a very good game. We were talking about it yesterday, how... Could they carry the momentum from the Florida game into this? And the answer for that is yes. I think it's an emphatic yes. But you had those those lapses again where the third period proves to be your doom. And the it, it, when you give up that goal, what was it, 15 seconds in, into, yeah. into the third? Um, that just gives Tampa so much momentum that they just did not need. You didn't want to give them that. And and then it was, you know, there was a dogfight. It was a dogfight at the end. But, you know, you give, you know, to give you, I want to say you give that as credit, but you, you, you feel weird saying that because it's like you, you, you feel like you should have had the two in this one, not just the one. Especially with the performances that you got out of J.D. Comfer, McDermott mm-hmm. was trying. Taser looked all right out there. Uh, Mulligan, I mean, I know we'll get to him in a minute, but you got performances like what you saw out of the uh, the Florida game, and you'd hate to have that commanding lead and then kind of let it go like you have been in the third. And yeah. uh, like <laughs> you're sitting there struggling how to feel about this game. Like in the back of my mind, I keep telling myself, well, at least it's not 5 nothing again. At least we look <laughs> respectable and... It looked like a different team in a completely different game and a completely different matchup. And then when you're looking at the scoreboard and you see Dallas lose, but Winnipeg wins, and you're trying to posture and jockey for position in the central, two points would have been great. Would have been. And and you know, one of the things that we're saying in their last game last week against Tampa was they didn't really make Vasilevsky work that much. No. We were saying like everything was just kind of shot right into his chest and he wasn't all over. He had to be yeah. in this game. And, it, you know, they, they got three past him, which is good. <laughs> that, that's good when you get three past this guy. 
but he he was working for it. And there were so many almosts in this game for goals. But when you have someone like him, who's the size he is, uh, almost is just not it's not going to cut it for him. Like it, It's tough to get more than three past him. So uh, in, in that aspect, they, they, they did that and you get the two, you know, the one was was immediate. Uh, it eventually went to Lekkonen, and that that one was 50 seconds into the game. And, you know, Big Valnichuskin perfectly set up right in front of him, blocking the vision of Vasilevsky to uh, have, have Lekkonen get a goal on him. And, you know, you, you had <clears throat> the two things that kind of, like, really looked bad for the Avalanche, in my opinion, was the, the Lightning first goal was from a JT Comfer shot, which I don't really agree with why he was even taking that shot. Yeah. He was coming into the zone and he had he had possession of the puck. <clears throat> but he was it was like a, a three on one in favor of Tampa. He was the one. <laughs> Tampa had the numbers and he's coming up the right hand side and he has a horrible angle. And there's really nobody even trailing him. And I get if you're you're going to take that shot, maybe, and you put it on net and hope for a rebound and hope that guy, you know, zooming in towards the slot is there for a rebound. But nobody was there. Yeah. And the shot he took completely missed the net. And it hits the boards at a perfect angle where it just slingshots out to center, center ice where I don't even remember who was. I think it was either Kucherov, I think, was there. Because didn't he? Let me see. It was, um, it was Kucherov. It was yeah. Kucherov. Uh, no, Stamkos. I'm sorry. It was Stamkos, and then Stamkos passed it to Sorelli. So, uh, yes. I, was that the one? No. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, I, I believe it was that Kucherov. No, it was goal. the Kucherov one. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was so a great point because yeah. I was watching who was covering point. So that's just like – and things were going well for the Avalanche. Yeah. So when that hat, like, as, I'm not even kidding you. As soon as he took that that shot and it missed as much as it did, and it just whipped right around right to Kucherov, I was like, ah, oh, like you could kind of see it happening. And then they scored a goal. And then the other one, and everyone's getting on Curtis McDermott for it. And I get it, I get it. Like he 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 needed to make a play there, and he didn't. Yeah. And and when when a, a play breaks down, and and you happen to be in front of that play, you need to make a play. I get it. But everything that happened before that was horrendous too. Yeah. What the that, that was one of the the worst attempts at a zone exit that I've seen the Avalanche make, and it was lazy from like three different players. And then Curtis McDermott just happened to be at the end of it, and so he's going to get all of the hatred for it. And I get it. Everybody, everybody on that play looked horrible and ugly, and it turned into another Tampa goal. And you you mentioned the word lazy. And that's been something I've seen a couple times. Because, hey, everyone, let's look at the standings. The Avalanche have lost more games this year than they did last year. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about third period collapses and then not really getting up in the first period, it's, it's lazy, lackadaisical, just like coasting. And that... That zone exit was just it's terrible. The bare minimum. There's no intensity in those moments. And I don't know how 
much more. We have to scream for a full 60 minutes of intensity. Well, but yeah. guys like Curtis McDermott become the fall guy in those situations when he's been really tracking pretty well when yeah. it comes to his performances. I mean, it was a bad play by him, but it was a bad play before the puck even got to him. So um, I don't know. Like I, I, I thought the abs for the most part, you know, played a very good game. And when Tampa started to really kind of force the issue, you saw the avalanche do it too. And, yeah. and they kind of took, took the ice back. Uh, you know, you had Tampa tie, tie it up at two. And then I'm thinking like, okay, this is the moment. This is the moment. Like who is going to step up? And that turned out to be uh, Dennis Malkin of all people, which was, I mean, beautiful shot, beautiful rifle of a shot. And he had, I think it was Ben Myers off to his right, who I thought he was just going to pass it to him. And just because when you watch the avalanche enough and it just always seems like they go for that extra pass. Right. Um, and he didn't. And yeah. he skated right into the slot and just rifled one right past Andre Vasilevsky. How great do you got to feel if you're Dennis Mulligan right now getting that goal? And it was huge on multiple fronts. Tampa was starting to buzz, and 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 he kind of put a stop to it. He was buzzing, and he didn't get a lot of ice time tonight, but it no. felt like he was everywhere. And for him to come right off the bench and keep the puck in the zone and continue that play and make them pay for it, that's a big-time move, and that gets you a check when it comes to final roster when if i'm not going to say when i'm done with that if this team ever becomes healthy again like <laughs> moments like that the team will remember it and i love that hustle out of him and that was a big goal and you, that was one of those rallying moments where the team really celebrated with him oh definitely definitely um uh, so more to get to in this game you know the the power play for the abs the penalty killer for the abs um couple no calls that you know we don't harp on those too much but they happened and, and they you know maybe made a difference um and of course our sound check to get to but first we're going to hear from FanDuel, and our brand new sportsbook sponsor is the number one sportsbook in america and that is FanDuel. and if you're new to FanDuel, now's the time to get in new customers get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars it's a bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win so you can just download the FanDuel sportsbook app it's safe secure and super easy to use and you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and like we said for basketball to three pointers drain i'm trying to think of other stats that we can throw in for basketball i i would simple i would just love to do like free throws because i heard the other Ooh. day i heard the other day uh the the uh giannis guy i can never pronounce his last name Antetokounmpo. Uh, so he took like 39 free throws and i wanted to look that up to see if that was accurate wow that's ridiculous <laughs> that's what they used to do to Shaq because he couldn't make them because he couldn't make them but this guy can make them mm. it's just i don't know I'm sure you could do an over-under on free throws for individual players. Over yeah, that'd be a good one. At FanDuel, do that. So FanDuel uh, even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get in on your no-sweat first bet for up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 
the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, so more to get to with this game. And I do want to first bring up, because this is coming out now, um, Eric Johnson is out indefinitely. It's looking like he might be out weeks. So LTIR, anybody? I mean, this is this could help the avalanche in the, in the trade market. No doubt about that. So we'll have to see what the Avs do. But, um, I mean, if he's going to be out indefinitely, you got to think that was a broken bone. And yeah. if it's a broken bone, you're looking at six weeks minimum. So, I don't know. I mean, if, if it's a, a six-week broken bone, um, uh, LTIR might be tough because that, that, that'll take you up until the beginning of April. I don't know. That's something we'll... Yeah, and we're sitting about midway through February. So, six weeks, that's... You're not but he won't take door. it to the end of the year, though. And that's the thing. Like, if he's able to come back, he's got to come back. And then, you know, you're in salary cap hell if you made a deal to bring in somebody with him on LTIR. And then that $6 million comes roaring back. And that is not what you really want for the Avs. So we'll talk about that uh, the more we hear about it. But I'm just kind of looking at it now. As, as For some reason, it was updated now that, you know, they, they did say it was out indefinitely. But now they're saying, like, he might be out weeks. What weeks is? Weeks is weeks. What, weeks. That's from a movie. That's from a movie. What is that from? Weeks is weeks. Oh, oh. God. That's going to kill me now. Weeks is weeks. Uh, what, what is weeks? I'll think about it. Or if somebody in the chat knows. Yeah. It's going to drive me crazy. Yeah, please. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, getting back to this game, I know a lot of people are, you know, like like usual, we like to, to harp on the refs. I'm not going to harp on the refs into the fact that, like, they, they lost the game for the Avalanche. But there was a big missed call. Yeah, uh, it was on Stamkos, and the he cross-checks uh, Miko Rantanen pretty blatantly into the boards, no call, and then like not even a minute later is when they called a tripping penalty on LOC. Nothing came of the Logan O'Connor penalty, so I'm not gonna get too upset about that. But I, I, I don't know. I, what what did the? Let me see. Tampa had four power plays and the Avs shut them all down and yeah. Tampa has the number two power play in the league. So there's another positive you can take out of this game. Yeah. That, that penalty, it bothered me, but when we were talking earlier about that first screened goal from Lekkonen, mm-hmm. I, I sat there kind of with a tense gut. I felt like they were going to call nuke. For goalie interference and Vasilevsky would start freaking out a little bit. Yeah. And ever well, since the, when that wasn't you mean, called, you, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah when ahead. it wasn't called or referenced, I was like, okay, they're not even going to address it. And the rest of the game was called pretty tightly up until that moment. So I was, it felt like they weren't going to call anything. But then when that happened and then they called that, that silly little like tripping when he just tapped him on the knee, I was like, okay, this is how it's going to go down. Mm-hmm. And it, and with nobody performing on the power play, it was a mute point. Right. It's still you don't want to put yourself in those positions. They they shouldn't. They didn't call goalie interference on on uh, Nachuskin because it wasn't. He got pushed right into Vasilevsky. Yeah. But the way that things seemed to be called, it was like uh, that. That was one that they they could have called on him just because they were getting some wrong. And yeah. It's going to happen from time to time. But luckily they didn't. Um. 
Where was oh Bone Byram? So uh, you know he was gonna he's gonna kind of have to to take a little bit more of a, a bigger role. He played over twenty four minutes, um, and you're gonna get that while Kale McCarr is out. And I think you you get like the good and the bad right now of Bo Byram. Like you saw a lot of good, a lot of good, and that pass that he made on the goal to Nathan McKinnon was so. So much like Kale McCarr. Yeah. Um, kind of had the puck uh, inside the blue, more inside the blue, maybe halfway the, in, into the zone. And then he kind of just skated around with the puck all the way to the other side. Nobody was on him. Found Nathan McKinnon right into the crease. That that was – that's the play where you're like, yeah, man. Like, that's what we want to see. And, and that's what we can see, you know, when he's not injured and he's playing – more often but that was a beautiful play but then you you do see like his passes were not crisp sometimes and he would throw a pass into the skates of someone and he did it um even in overtime like he threw a couple bad he threw a couple errant passes so a lot of errant passes like a lot of those passes right. where you're coming down like into the neutral zone and then you kind of throw it off to the wing a couple of those passes were going just too far ahead of guys or into their skates so Stuff like that, I feel like he needs to tighten up, but you see the excellence that he can bring to the team. And it's unfair to Bo Byram because I think we use Bo Byram as our safety blanket. He's not Kale McCarr, so we pretend. And he's kind of like our avatar for Kale McCarr not being there. And you're just like, we know you have that scoring ability of Kale McCarr. We know you're fast. We know you're quick. We know you're not going to body up anybody like Kale McCarr, but we can at least pretend that you are standing in his place and when his passes don't hit, it it stings a little bit more because you're like, oh, he could do better, and we still don't have Kale McCarr. So it's a double factor. It's because I love Bo Byram and I love his play, but mm-hmm. again, he's coming back from a long hiatus. So it's going to take him a little bit to get back into the swing yeah, of things. Uh, what better than a bunch of back to backs to get you right into <sighs> hockey shape? Yeah, no joke. No joke. Um, looking at some stats here. So we were saying, you know, we'd be surprised if the Avalanche could hold the Lightning under 30 shots on goal. Oh, I was got, thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lightning got 35, but the Avalanche got 46. Yeah. So they're they're finding their offense, I feel. You know, and they, they've got five goals um, against Florida, um, one with an empty netter. Okay, but it's still five goals. And then you get three here against the best goalie on the planet. Um, so I know it's only a couple of games, but you're 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 starting. I mean, yeah, you you've gone back to back games where well you had fifty against uh, Florida, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was exactly fifty shots on goal. And now this one you got 46, 45, 46. Okay, so maybe that's where you 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 can kind of grow on this. You know, of course, a lot of people are going to be hanging on. We didn't get the extra point. Blew the third period period lead again. All valid. Can't can't argue that. That's all yeah. valid. Um, but where is the things that you you got to find things that you can continue on? And shots on goal is definitely one of them. So uh, you got something. Go ahead. I yeah, I, and this is exactly what you want to see coming into the Minnesota game because you're not like you're not facing a Vasilevsky type goalie. So if you could keep this offensive production, and that's not even the shots don't count the JT Comfort around the entire ball arena shot so <laughs> i mean if you're firing it on net good things will happen especially if you're getting screens from the chushkin like you are and they're creating shots in really creative ways like there was 
a couple passes that they were doing. Um, I think it was in the third period. The puck was about to come out of the zone, and instead of taking an errant pass or just driving in with the numbers against them, they were doing some really crisp passes on that blue line to wait for everybody to catch up and then advance. Like they're really thinking and progressing, and you can see the confidence in the offense. So I I feel like more good things are going to come when it comes to scoring. I think if we get these these stats, the stat line against Minnesota, we'll be happy. Oh yeah, you know, or against most teams, you'll be happy. Um, it's just tough when you know there's only a, a select goalies in the league that you can throw this many shots on, and they will keep their team in the game. I say that, and it just seems like every time the Avalanche do this, no matter who they're going up against, Casey DeSmith, um, <laughs> they they somehow just rise to the occasion against the Avalanche. But you can't play the game that way. You just have to keep playing like your style. And, man, I will take 46 shots on goal every single game, yep. um, and that'll give you a, a fighting chance. Um, yeah, 0 for 4, like I said, for the Lightning, 0 for 2 for the Avalanche. On the power play, power play looked ugly. It really yep. did. That especially the second one, you just got nothing going on it. So um, again, that's just the up and down of the power play that's really been there pretty much all year. Um, so we'll get to a couple more things in this game, including just kind of look at it. Don't have time to really dwell on it because you're going up against Minnesota. Um, so we got that, and then our sound check, of course. So, but first we're going to hear from Built and Built Bar. Um, and I don't have the ad read for it just because it won't load. So uh, good thing we talk about Built Bar all the time because we know what to talk about with Built Bar. If you're you know, like we were talking about with Built Bar before, the Super Bowl is now over. And if you're, mm-hmm. your New Year's resolution was to get healthy and that went by the wayside and now the Super Bowl is here and then you're like, okay, you're going to pick out in the Super Bowl clearly. Okay, now time to get back on that horse again. Built Bar is the way to go with that covered in 100% real chocolate delicious they taste like a candy bar they don't taste like a nasty protein bar incredible flavors i don't you know what i haven't checked the built.com uh website in a while see if they have anything new up there and while you're while you're doing that yeah i know you mentioned that they're in gnc um a couple locations that you could just walk in and pick up your built bar but i also implore you to also use builtbar.com because they have a rewards program every time you buy built bars you mm-hmm. get your cash, and that really pays off when it comes. They don't just have built bars; they have the puffs, they have like coolers. You could use that cash for a lot of things on built bar. Yeah, so they got a maple donut. I think that's a new one. Yes, maple donuts. There, they have a Valentine's Day box. So, uh, all you guys out there who ha- forgot—I'm using <laughs> air quotes—to get something. Uh, the built protein bars that you have a Valentine's Day box, especially grasshopper cookie, caramel apple mm. is a limited edition one, banana cream pie, raspberry cheesecake. Uh, they just keep coming out with delicious flavors. So uh, check them out at built.com. And like Shaggy said, you can get them at in store now at Walmart and Sam's Club. So if you don't want to buy online and you need them now, immediately go to that 24 hour Walmart. And go pick up some built bars, or like I said, go to built.com. All right. So 
Yeah, now now we're, you know, this is game one of these back-to-backs, these crazy back-to-backs. So now you're going into Minnesota. You are still in the third position, I believe, mm-hmm. in the central. Did Minnesota play? Uh, I don't believe they played. There's a lot of games today, but they did not play. Um, their last game was the 13th, and they lost to the Panthers in overtime. Oh, that's in a shootout, I should say. So you're still up on them in uh, the division and in the playoffs. But like we were saying, when we were kind of talking about these six games, they're all important. So right now, um, yeah, they both have 61 right now. And yeah, abs have a game in hand too. So a big game, you're going in there. It seems like the Wild are reeling a little bit, but they're still in a playoff position. So you're going to get a, a good game from them. And these are always good games. Wild and Avs are always good no matter what. Uh, your mic's not working. I don't know what. Uh, yeah, fix your mic. Fix your mic again. So um, I think, I, but this is another thing that we were talking about the other day. Like all these second games, all these second games that the Avalanche are playing, they are going to be, um, they are going to be the back-to-back. And the other team they're playing is not. Yeah. So fine. Yeah. The, the wild would be a little bit rested. Um, the avalanche will be on a back-to-back traveling obviously. So it's never good. And, and, and Jared Bednar did say that he has no problem playing Alexander Georgia back-to-back game in back-to-back games. So yeah. we might see that because I don't think Pablo Francois is going to be there. No. And we don't talk about the Avs wild rivalry as much anymore because of everything heating up in st louis when it comes to rivalries quote unquote mm-hmm. but i mean it's still krill caprizov ryan hartman and matt zuccarello like that's a talented team with a long history of this rivalry and there's no love between these two teams mm. so it's they're always incredible matchups there's always fights in the preseason between these two teams so you can honestly it's the old sports cliche of throw out the records when these two teams play. Like, it doesn't matter. This will be a long, hard fight, and it'll be a welcome break after this game is over. Yeah, was it three days off they got, I think? Yes. Yeah, so. because the, because the the next uh, back-to-back is, is Saturday, Sunday. With so the Blues Wednesday, Thursday. starting that one out. just don't understand. I, I cannot wrap my head around who makes the schedule. You give them three days off and then another back-to-back and then four days off and then another back-to-back. And I know we talked about this last week and I know we're still dwelling on it. And I'm not trying to be have like sour grapes or anything like that, but it's just I cannot wrap my head for the life of me. Is something going on at Ball Arena between the, the on those four days off that you could not back up at one of those games? And that and that, sec- that third back-to-back? I, I don't know. Is something going on there? I have not looked at the schedule. No, I, I did see that Monster Jam there the other day, but that can't keep you out of Ball Arena for three days. I don't know. It's annoying. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we'll just think, we'll just assume yeah. Mr. Bean is writing the schedules <laughs> for the NHL until I'm proven otherwise. I, you know what? You've mentioned Mr. Bean and, and somebody I just randomly put up on like Instagram. Remember when he did that like air drumming skit? Oh, on yeah. Stage? Oh, my God. I hadn't seen that in forever. If you want a nice laugh, just go. YouTube Mr. Bean air drumming and enjoy. You're welcome. 
Um, one more piece of business that we're going to do for everybody else to enjoy this as well is our sound check. And uh, Kyle and I pick one song that we feel best summarizes the most recent game and put these songs up on a set list over on Spotify. Just search LOA Soundcheck. This is volume number two. So what do you got for this four to three shootout loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning? Everybody knows me. I'm the heavy metal guy. <laughs> Punk rock, ska, you know. That's why I'm, I'm going. You know what you sound like when you say that? The old SNL skit. <laughs> I'm just a caveman. The, yeah. the unfrozen caveman yeah. lawyer. I don't know if anybody, I'm dating uh, myself with that one. but it's. That's why I'm totally not going heavy metal um <laughs> i'm going lacrae and That's this song totally is opposite. oh completely and yeah it's get back right um again we've talked about the abs have figured out that their third period is their weak spot no they haven't that's why we'll have one point instead of two this is a get back right game like you you know you're putting everything together everything's working but you have to finish it out. That third period has to be addressed. And if you do and put together at least half of a better effort in the third period than you did against Tampa, you will win the game against Minnesota. Like you tallied a goal in each period against Tampa Bay, but you let them just run wild on the third. We went to overtime and you can't expect to win a shootout against Vasilevsky. Like you're asking too much. So it's yeah. a get back right game. Especially when uh, you don't have your best shootout goalie in nope. there in Pablo yep. Francois. Um I was gonna go, I, I think I've changed my mind <laughs> mid-pod. Uh I was gonna go with a smashing pumpkin song, but I, I think I'm gonna save that one for later. And because of the the third period issues that the Avalanche continue to have, I'm going with uh maybe the the greatest soundtrack song uh in in the 80s ever and that's uh limal's never-ending story oh my god my man i'm gonna tell you people if you want if you want a nice like laugh go watch the video for uh the never-ending story um yeah the the theme to the never-ending story i mean one of the greatest movies stranger things made that popular again like two years ago that song yeah they, oh yeah they did it yeah when he's like singing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um but dude like i'm so like when when our tax the horse yeah goes down i'm i'm not i'm sorry if i'm spoiling that for you the movie's 40 years old uh that that was just that shook my childhood to its core i thought about showing that movie to my kids but they did not handle fox and the hound too well so i don't think they're gonna be that you'd have to skip over that part yeah yeah so, but I'm going to own never ending story just because it seems like it's never everything about this season is a never ending story for the avalanche. The injuries, the third period problems, Curtis McDermott, uh, it just it just goes on and on and on. So, uh, those will be up on on the sound, the uh, sorry, the playlist mm-hmm. for your listening pleasure. So, uh, we're gonna wrap it up there. We will be back tomorrow because the avalanche is gonna be back at it tomorrow as well. Uh, against Minnesota. Big two points. They're all big. At this stage in the game, they're all big. So, uh, But if the Avalanche can can play like they did, I think we're all happy that they played well. And, uh, you know, you wanted them to avenge that loss. 
and they were they were close to doing it and they played well they played their hearts out they really did and they were looking good and it's just a little few mistakes here and there but tampa is like that tampa is like the new england patriots of of the tom brady era right yeah if you make a mistake they will make you pay for it and there was twice in that game that they made him pay for it and the abs only got one because of it and but if you, you know play that-, that way I think we'll, we'll all be happy with the results if the Adler can continue to play that way. And walking out of that game with just one point, I think, is a, a tiny little victory you can scratch from it. It makes everything not sting as much. Yeah. So, all right, everyone, uh, that'll do it for today. Thank you to everybody tuning in live and commenting over on YouTube. Uh, like I said, we'll be back tomorrow, but thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated for Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.